Oh, some Midsummer vibes that was just going on there. Yeah, well. No, I say that because she had the little floral head reef thing, and she's sitting in the forest with people surrounding her. I'm like, oh. <laughs> just like Umar Johnson followers. Hello, I'm David Strange. Oh, you are? Yes. You're an Umar Johnson follower. <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. Oh, about to talk shit. I ain't that gullible. You said you flipped that script hard? Yeah, fuck yeah. So you said that the fucking pork chop sandwich disagrees, my brother. <laughs> it's a fun episode of Limited Fears. Oh no, oh no, this is not an episode of Limited Fears. This right here is a special offering. That, what, what do we call it? The docu-series? <laughs> it wasn't taken out. The fall of Umar John? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Burn that dude down. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. To yeah. my left or right. The crown of lies. Yeah, the crown of lies. Yeah. To my right, I got. A koofy of confusion. It's a koofy confusion. Cacophony. Yeah. Koofy of Well, to my right, I got. Supreme. And to his right. Monty X. <laughs> Monty X, you really doing this? Yeah. But by all means, go for it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. By all means, go for it. Yeah, I mean, right now it's it's the insanity hour. I'm buying a fucking fucking face mask. You're buying you see that's some Umar Johnson shit right there. Can't help it. Her ass is fucking full. Blown that's some panic. Umar Johnson shit she right is there. Full blown panic, bro. Should we explain who Umar Johnson is? Yes, you should. Yes, he is a uh, self proclaimed pan Africanist. Yes. Yes. Pan Africanist, Doctor Umar Johnson. Sure. That's real. Yeah, apparently he <laughs> has, yeah, That's real. He's actually a doctor. He has uh, several degrees in child psychology. We don't want to call it several degrees, Ashley. Or a degree in child uh, psychology and... Is doctorate? Yes, he has PhD, a doctorate. Which is Pence, yeah. Dr. Umar Johnson. Johnson. Who claims he's related to Frederick Douglass. Um, he is very adamant adamantly against uh, any union between blacks and whites specifically. That's right. Sorry. So my ass is getting left behind in the revolution. That's for damn sure. Should have got on the boat, my brother. <laughs> Should have got on the boat. Should have got on the boat. That's right. That's right. Marry me a black woman with an afro. <laughs> yeah, but, but, you, but you wanted a taste of the other con. That's the problem now. <laughs> <laughs> looking for a sister. <laughs> yep. So the main crux of this whole thing is this infamous school. The school that will never be built. Now I was gonna say, drop the science on a strange. We're we're literally just participants on this whole thing. You know more than we do. Yeah, the whole thing with his Frederick Douglass Marcus Garvey Academy. Is started- that what it's called? Frederick Douglass Marcus Garvey Academy. That's yeah. right. That's the whole name of it. Yeah, he, he's got to work on that. That that That's not going to fit on most shirts. No, but they're two very prominent... Um, African-American... Yeah, liberators. Liberators. Even though Frederick Douglass married a white woman. I know, kind of ironic, right? Kind of ironic. <laughs> Umar Johnson oh. says, if you marry a white woman, you I can't fuck with you, but yet he reps... Frederick Douglass. Yes. Well, I'll say this. Um, in one in his last interview on the Breakfast Club, he pretty much uh, more or less gave Frederick Douglass a pass 
because of the fact that he was previously married to a black woman of 50 years. So, according to him, Frederick Douglass marrying a white woman was either out of some type of delirium, uh, desperation to not be alone, Jesus. or just an overall bad decision on his part. It's like, okay. Just because he was old. The motherfucker's like, okay, so we're just going to be honest with you. He fucked up. <laughs> it's like, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, he fucked up, but I, I get it. The, yeah, the he, man want a companionship. He, he gives that... that short marriage a pass because of the 50 year marriage he's had to his black wife the previous marriage before the white woman that is so fucking hilarious um my thing with Dr. Moore Johnson is (laughs) he's got that shtick man that shtick where he's like he'll hit you with so many different facts so many I'm sorry facts and air quotes people well some of them aren't air quotes there. Yeah, the yeah, they are. Facts. Come on. A con artist has to, you know, sharp his game. No, no, because the thing is, one of the things he did say was true. Um, when you talk about, uh, let's say, Asian people. Strangers getting pissed. When you talk about Asian folk, when you talk about pretty much any other community of people that has a connection to their quote-unquote motherland, we can't just hit up our brother in Africa or in Senegal or Congo or whatever. We're like, yo, I just opened a business, bruh. You got a couple homies you trying to send over some for some free work. You know what I mean? We can't really necessarily do that. And that was one of his driving points. My thing is I always like to hear the message over the messenger. But when your your message becomes muddled and just utter bullshit, that's why I'm like, all right, well, I'm out. So, like I said, like I was saying before, he raises a couple good points. Some of them, like you said, air quote facts. Other of them are facts, you know, stuff like that. How the black community, when we need help, we can't just simply rely on us alone. We need help from everyone, just like how everyone else gets help from everyone. Yeah, Chinese can build their own communities, but who else is coming into those communities to, you know, buy, sell, whatever? which gives them more opportunities to go out and expands while you start seeing more Asian eateries and all these like places. Like if you look at Union, noodle shop, Thai noodles, this, that, this and that. And obviously Thai aren't Chinese, but you get what I'm trying to yeah. say. It's like, you know, everyone helps everyone in this country, whether we want to admit it or not. Um, but next to the Native Americans, we need the most help. But then he, he'll he hit you with just, what was it, the classic, um, all this and this and this and this and this and this and that about black, you know, black union, black liberation. Oh, no. And then and then he hits you with the, oh, if you're a brother that wants to marry a white woman, that means you want to be a white man as well. And that, for me, personally, is when I'm just like, I'm off this boat. <laughs> I'm going to jump off this seat. <laughs> This guy is a fucking nutcase, and you're on a boat with him. He's going to drive. He's going to drive this bitch down a fucking waterfall because that's who Dr. Umar Johnson is. And guess what? You guys are gonna help push his sales forward. I'm out. This guy's fucking retarded. Y'all have a great day, my Look, fellow colorful. I'm out. Oh no, that's one of his many beliefs. That's just one of yes. many, mm-hmm. <laughs> including how. 
Feminism was created by the CIA to emasculate the black man and usurp his power. Feminism, which was around since it, since for, for hundreds of years, yet was created by the CIA. You, you know what's funny about that? I, I love that for the simple fact of like... Um, it's incredibly wrong? It's incredibly wrong, number one. <laughs> number two... It had nothing to do with black people whatsoever. Oh no! First of all, oh no! Yeah, that's right. Because you know, white feminism, black feminism—two different things. They're not even entirely. The same thing. They're not even the same thing. When when women were out there during like what the late sixties to like mid seventies and such, marching and you know fighting for women's rights, black people—not even women—black people weren't even on that. I mean, I'll always bring this up because it's my. Favorite example, and I love that it was put on TV for everyone to see. It is a cla- is an episode of Mad Men, where they hired the uh, the black woman. Was it Dawn? If I remember, correctly? I didn't see black. I didn't see Mad Men. Okay, I mean I know the whole storyline with Don Draper and yeah, 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 but yeah. I didn't see. But there, there's pretty much an episode where um, you know of Joan, right? The redhead. She was playing by Christina Hendricks and all that. The most attractive one on the show. Extra thick. Yeah. Right. So she's pretty much given charge over all the women that work within that office. And um, to give a kind of a backstory, Don Draper writes this article pretty much. uh, He writes this article about um, why he'll no longer uh, advertise for cigarettes. And cigarette companies, despite their company, the company he's working for, that was their biggest market. Those were the biggest... uh, Buyers and all that shit, right? So, that led to this whole fucking forest fire, which pretty much led Don to put this ad in a newspaper talking about their hiring. And they're hiring for all. You know what I mean? What was it? Uh, uh, it's diversity or hiring for diversity or some bullshit. So, by the episode, by the end of that episode, there was a long line of colored people, black people specifically, Waiting at the receptionist to be interviewed for a job. One of them gets the job and her name was Dawn. So, fast forwarding to Joan. She's in charge of all the women working in that uh, advertising agency. She, through like a series of conflicts and all this and that, pretty much puts Dawn at the, uh, uh, the reception's desk. The owner, Bert, comes in, looks at her and is like, Hey Dawn! Cool. Walks into the office, finds Joan, is like, hey, Joan, there's a colored girl at our front desk. Why? (laughs) And Joan is like, basically like, well, this person is arguing with this person. This person can't get along and all this and this and this and that. So I just needed a place to put Dawn. So I put her at the front. And he's just like, uh, okay, can we take care of that? And she asks him, is there a problem? Do you have a problem with putting someone of a specific skin color at front? He's like, no, I never said that. Can you please move her? Right? This is during that era of the women's movement, like the women's rights movement and all that. One of the characters, Peggy, was fighting to be taken seriously in the office. She went from secretary to copywriter in one season because she had to fight for that shit. A black woman wasn't even on that spectrum. Black women could even sit at reception. So, to, just to tighten it all up, 
again, the whole feminism act had nothing to do with black people in at all. Nope. So Dr. Omar Johnson, you're definitely in bullshit on that. And you know what I mean? And I'm like, that's just bringing up a show. We not even talk about real historical facts, bro. Real historical facts, because we can take it there too, but that'll get too long. Point is, that right there, bullshit. He's full of it, and he's spitting at everybody. But wait, wait, wait. <laughs> here, here's, here's one from this from the interview that got him on the game, that got him famous. Right. He doesn't believe in ADHD. He doesn't believe in the diagnosis of ADHD. He believes that we've overprescribed our our children. Right. So ADHD was a plot by the CIA to use as a diagnosis to stop the next black male messiah. Because, you know, in Hotep land, women are good for, you know, standing behind their black husbands and yeah. being the queen of the household and stuff like that. ADHD was theorized to have been first diagnosed in the 1700s, if I remember correctly, or around that time. Um, It's a conspiracy, my brother. It's kind of a stretch, considering the fact that the diagnosis and the treatment of ADHD is like literally shoved in everyone's mouth instead of just black people. It is, it is, it is. It is. It's that, yeah. I mean, I have my theories on what the government tries to do to people, but I also don't think that the federal government has the time and the resources to go after one specific race to that level where it's just like we're just going to take HD, ADHD and use that to destroy the niggers. Like, <laughs> what? And destroy the black man. It's like, wait, what? ADHD, Adderall. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure poverty, hypertension, high blood pressure, diabetes, and all these other diseases that are more known in their community versus everyone else's is doing that for us. I don't think ADHD has the time. <laughs> these motherfuckers are dropping like flies and losing feet. <laughs> like, hey, I just don't think so. And I don't want it to be misunderstood that I'm just like, oh, no, of course. I'm not on the side that believes that the government or the world does not have a thing against black people. It's just, I feel like there's a little bit more to deal with in the world (laughs) and in the country than just one of the smallest demographics in the United States of America. That's just my thing. (laughs) It's like, you know what I mean? But that's just me. Before I get to my main topic, which is a school, Umar Johnson had a school. He had a couple of scandals. One, of course, Umar Johnson is very, it's the king of the hotep. So you know how hoteps feel about how black women present themselves and how they carry themselves. How do black women carry themselves? And, or should they carry themselves? If you're talking to one of the um, conscientious black men, uh, from what I can understand, and some of the things I've heard, um, my understanding is that apparently they're only good for breeding. <laughs> Just like wait. that is one, but Amen. also they have Let to hold. Them, <laughs> they have to hold themselves like to a high standard. Yeah. Like you know, you can't. You'd have to be like, hmm. How do I, mean, I put this? I, I get it. You, know, you, you got to respect them. 
Like like a classy woman. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta hold yourself to a high standard. You're a queen. You're a black queen. You're also not supposed to eat white bread. <laughs> All that good stuff. Like you're not supposed to be sexual. You can't do anything that degrades you. Yet this dude was allegedly texting a stripper. So, <laughs> hey, listen, yep. Man. He was hitting up the stripper hard as hell. Just telling you, listen. Even. And he has a couple of kids that he ain't taking care of. Does he really? Apparently. Apparently. Oh. I mean, I don't know. I feel like... Maybe you didn't ask for those kids, my brother. The thing is, I don't... <laughs> I don't think you even need to... <laughs> I don't even think you need to, like, look into his life that deep, because Twitter already <laughs> takes care of it. Of course it did. There well, is a thread. Oh, yeah, no. There is a thread on Twitter, a video compilation... All of his bullshit. Yeah. And it it's is amazing. the greatest fucking It's thing. amazing. He's a meme. He really is. Yeah. He's, he's a living meme who's apparently homeless at this point. Is he really? Uh, allegedly. Yeah. Like, um, I remember when he released this video, uh, pretty much, he was saying that he wanted to get his law degree. He wanted that's, to get, that's, oh! Yeah. Mm. He wanted to get his law degree so he can... Uh, be more equipped for the fight for his his words, our brothers and sisters. So he he was asking people to donate money to him to his PayPal at the time. He was kicked off of PayPal, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, he was he was um pretty much asking people to donate money to him so he could go back to school. So he could get his law degree. And I'm like, while I do understand that tuition is a motherfucker, student loans are even bigger motherfucker, I would think that somebody who, from what I understand, has no kids or wife or anything like that, with like mad degrees and shit, could probably pay for his own schooling. Obviously, you're going to need some help from the government. Maybe, maybe not. Financial aid, student loans, you know what I mean? Pop yourself a credit card, hit a bank. And be like, yo, I'm trying to get an education. Niggas, what's up? You know what I mean? But it's, you hit up the people. But then when the people either don't give you what you want or they don't give you enough, you literally kind of berate them for it. Oh, he berate, he berate them. Yeah. Like, it's literally like, if you don't donate, I can't fuck with you. Yeah. What was it? Um, there was one where this lady donated him ten dollars, ten dollars to him for his school fund through Cash App, and he's on like, "Yo, thank you, sister, blah blah blah, for your donation of ten dollars. You could have put up twenty, but I understand you need that for your life and all this and that." And I'm just kind of like, "That's kind of condescending to somebody who literally just gave you money for free." Yeah. These are people that are supposed to be helping you donate your dream, and it's like you kind of shit on everybody who doesn't fall in line with you. There's one guy, I have to look it up. He was on his show, and the shit was on. Dr. Boris Watkins? Yeah. When he had that whole panel of like different uh, other black people, and they all do like, I don't know, but they do like official shit, whatever their careers are. And I just remember somebody, this lady was saying something. And he ain't like it, and he flipped quick. That's normal, because I saw an interview where he was interviewing this black woman, mm-hmm. and, well, this black woman was interviewing him, and the whole Dr. You know, Watkins thing came up, where Watkins was basically like, look, I gave you money for this school, which we will get to in a minute, yeah. and I haven't seen 
jack shit from you. I want my money back. I'm done with you. So, so that's a him. To, to Dr. Umar Johnson, he didn't say it like that, but he said, yo, I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. I want my money back. Give me my shit back. Now, nigga. <laughs> he, this woman asks about him, wanting to hear a side of the story. He flips on her, yeah. like, hard for no reason. I'm like, yeah, you got an ego issue, bruh. Funny moments. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, one of his many, many many scams which is which is great <laughs> he wrote a book i'm sorry he was writing a book i'm sorry but his, his funniest moments part three funniest moments part four <laughs> that's right that's right this man has so many funny moments it's sad roland martin yeah that's the guy's show he was on oh he was on roland martin roland martin and see lady- that that uh yeah and this lady says something, and he, he was just like, well, you're a fucking... You're, no, he was like, you're a coon. coon. Yep, he said coon. Yeah, like, and Roman was like, ho, 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 cut that <laughs> shit out, motherfucker. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> he was like, we're not going to sit here and disrespect our fellow brothers and sisters on my show or whatever. He's like, well, you a coon too. <laughs> like, Yo, get this thing off the fucking stage, man. Uh, get him the fuck out of here, see? Why, a, why do you even have this thing? Like, let, 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 let someone call me a coon. That's not ending well for you. Bro. That's not ending well for you. You a coon. Word. He must have been dead. I will too. ruin my career on live TV. If, if someone calls you a coon, I will ruin my career on TV. On live TV. It, but it would have to be another black person because it was a white person that said. Like, no, nah, it was a whole panel. Black it was a whole panel of black folk. Whole panel. Now people ask me, what can we expect from a Donald Trump White House for Black America? And the answer is real simple. You can expect exactly what you got from a Obama White House. Absolutely nothing. Black people know they're not American, but they will fight like hell to protect that identity because they don't want to be identified with who they really are, and that's being African. As long as you have a skill, you can always feed your family. But if all you got is college degrees, you might end up in the unemployment line. Oh, pause that for a second. In the school we're going to talk about, which is never getting built, his school is not made for kids to go to college. His school is basically a trade school. He's not preparing those kids for college. He's preparing those kids to be his little subjects. It's like vocational studies. It's like my brother. You, you pick up that hammer. You're a carpenter. So is Jesus. <laughs> if you believe in that, it's like, what? I do believe that trades do need more focus. But not at the cost of saying, you know what? We're not preparing you for college. Yeah, no, that's that's stupid. That's kinda I feel like you if you really want to do that, you wanna you wanna give kids options. Yeah. Now mind you, my friend and I, we discussed Umar Johnson and she brought up a good point. Look who he really deals with. Yeah. He only deals with Poor to lower middle class, middle class African American people. Easier as a scam. Easier as a scam that probably haven't gone on to secondary school and like college or whatnot. So his base is like uneducated and poor. Let's 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 yeah go, yeah. Let's I didn't want to say it. I was trying to no that uneducated the, and poor. Yeah, that, that's that's fine. That's a those are valid like measures. uneducated and poor. The poor is the easiest to uh, yeah because look because look if you went up to. If you went up against Dr. Cornell West, it's over. You know Cornell, 
Cornell West would like just say, you're done. Find holes in this, mm-hmm. this, this, this. Cornell West, Eric Dyson, there's a bunch of folks that if he just went after, it's over. Like, no, that's it's over. Not even, no. It's over. Ain't too many black people running around looking for psychologists to reveal all the skeletons in their closet. I just can't wait for him and LeBron to you know, team right up. Now, Dr. Umar Johnson. Uh, he will never see back to the show. Uh, for first and foremost, um, um, <laughs> is that mean? <laughs> He's like, can we see your six de- degrees? And he runs off like Dave Chappelle. And so many people jumped on saying he's not a real doctor. Okay. He is. Unfortunately, he is. And you got your PhD. My undergraduate education was from Millersville University. Uh, three degrees, political science, psychology, master's in school psychology. Subsequent to that, Pennsylvania certification as a school psychologist, which I've been for almost 20 years. After that, I got my educational leadership master's degree and principal certificate from Lehigh University in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And I earned my doctorate degree from the Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine, American Psychological Association approved program, one of the top psychology training programs on the East Coast. Six degrees in all. And anyone can lift up a telephone and call and verify those degrees. So when, when you see folks uh, who, who, who question uh, your degrees, your response? It's because my narrative is a whole lot different from the average mainstream black scholar. I don't parrot the narrative that the American social order wants black scholars to parrot. I tell the truth. I don't scratch unless I itch and I don't dance unless I like the music. And because they're not used to having someone with a traditional education positive non-traditional views people will automatically start to question his credentials how did he get this far believing what he believes in <laughs> that's an intro <laughs> yeah that's an intro to and that might that's how he get you though if you start when he say some powerful shit just like that I'm like yo and then, some- and then after you listen a little bit further you'll be like listen because I'm telling you if we just I, if we could survive off of Cornbread and wild turkey. It's like stop, stop, <laughs> stop. This nigga don't know what he's talking about. Stop, stop. We are not surviving off a of wild turkey and cornbread. When I got accepted into those three universities, they didn't know what I believed in. They didn't know what I stood stood for. Like, but as time went no, on, it revealed itself. No, but no, true. I'm unapologetically African, so I'm not really concerned with what people think about me personally. Um, but it's I funny because I'm like. And that is the only mad African people who don't act like this. Really don't act like this. You said to do the interview. You said that Mandarin was one of the official languages in South Africa. Yes, sir. And others said you were dead wrong. Yes, because I didn't clarify that I was speaking of it being an official language in the public school system of South Africa. So I should have clarified that Mandarin is an official language in the Republic of South Africa's school system. It's not an official language in the country. It's an official language. See, that's how I get. It's like, like this is the, the spin. When somebody catch you in your bullshit, yeah. so you gotta add something to your bullshit yeah. to make it be like, well, nah, I knew what the fuck I was talking about. Gotta clean it up. Yeah, I know. Like, come on, bro. One of them uh, dealt with your views on interracial marriage. Yes, sir. And so, uh, and, and so, explain that for folks who did not hear. Uh, certainly. Simply put, any black man who is with a woman who's not an African herself is going to have a difficult time getting respect from me. I believe black men need to be with black women. The black family is under attack. Only one out of every 
every four black women gets married, the black woman is last likely to get married. She's the last married, the first divorced. We have, what, two-thirds of our children being raised by working-class and impoverished single black female-led households. The destruction of a nation begins in the home of its families. And if we want to save black people, we have to save the black family. So, and in order to do that, black men have to commit themselves to black women. So I'll, so when you talk about not getting your receipts, you so, so you if that's you? the case, you're saying... Uh, Senator Barack Obama to, uh, Family's under Barack attack Obama to get your respect Because his dad uh, Married a white woman Oh not at all Would, uh, would Harry Belafonte Not at all I so, want to be very clear About something As Pan-Africanists The product of an Interracial union Is an African I have heroes Who are biracial Some of the grandfathers Of Pan-Africanism Were of mixed racial ancestry You don't blame a child For how they got here But I'm asking you this here Harry Belafonte Has a white wife No respect for him Pause. Now, for those who don't know, Harry but Harry Belafonte is about that life. <laughs> that dude has like kids activists. Like he will say some real shit. Excuse me, I walked alongside some people. Yeah, I was there on the so um yeah. yeah. He, he was with the, the German shepherds and the hoses and all that Yeah, shit. so like, Belafonte's about that, that life. He yeah. about that, bro. <laughs> he's about that life. I'm pretty sure he just had a, like, 93rd. Yeah, like, he's 90. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, the way I see it, like, that is kind of like, you in, like, ancient Greek, Greek mythology or whatever. This motherfucker Hercules done save villages you know what I mean? He don't kill dragons. He don't kill this and that and this and that. Nah, he's half god. I don't fuck with him. Fuck that nigga. Fuck him. He just saved your daughter. Well, fuck her too. <laughs> like, I ain't want no daughter. I wanted a son. <laughs> Bitch, get the fuck out of my house and take your Hercules with you too. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> because of that? That's it. You just, you just completely just threw everything and you discarded everything about this person because of the person. They, that's wild. Yeah. Wild, bro. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm asking you. So, Harry Belafonte. Yes, sir. Sidney Poitier. Julian Bond. Vernon Jordan. And you're saying, naming all them to say what? No. These are all African-American mm -hmm. men who have, who have done some good things. No, who married white women. But you said you, no, any, any black man who marries a white woman will not get your respect. Oh, yeah. All the names he listed, they all about that life, too. So, 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 as a person dating a biracial woman, can I just say I am dating my girlfriend because I love her, not because it affords me some protection as a black man? It doesn't matter if my wife is white or if my kids are going to be biracial, alright? I'm still going to get stopped by the cops. Someone's going to call me nigga with the hard R. Someone's going to look at me lesser than... So, no matter what, I'm going to be a black man in America, have to deal with some psychological trauma because I'm a black man in America yeah. and not this fucking con artist who don't do shit for his community except chuck and jive for money, which poor black people will never get. You see, I... I mean, you can do all of that, but it still doesn't mean you're down with the, with the cause. That's what I'm saying, because it's like... I mean, yeah, of course, but still. 
I I agree with this. It does start with the black household. What you teach your kids, what you show them, even more importantly, is going it's going to show on them how they treat people, how they treat people similar to them, and how they treat people who are not like them. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like with that being, I agree on that front. What I don't like is the fact that you can completely disregard somebody's struggle just because of who they ended up with. So you're going to sit here and tell me that these people who have marched, who have fought, whether figuratively or literally have fought with their hands, feet, whatever, getting attacked, you know, facing a shit ton of scrutiny, racism, bigotry, you name it. They're getting all this shit across the board. 10, 20, 30 years later, they're still fighting the same fight. They're still standing up for people like him and you and me and all of us dark-skinned, all of us colored folk. And because they married this one person out of whatever decision that you have no like facts or no awareness on, all of that goes to... All of that means nothing? Yeah. In his eyes, yeah. All of that means nothing? Yeah. Because I'm like, that's 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 cancel culture right there. That's no different than cancel culture. Case in point, even the show that we got in the background right now, I'm not going to sit here and defend Bill Cosby for all the allegations and all that because I simply just was not there. I'm not the guy that's going to tell a woman who's been sexually raped, raped, assaulted, whatever, that her experiences don't mean shit. <laughs> But you're not also going to sit here and tell me that because of the bullshit that he did, it completely erases all of the good that he's done for other people for whatever reason. How many people went to college because of Bill Cosby, because of what he did, not just his show and all that, but the actual things that he did, the money he put up and all that shit. You're going to dismiss all of that? You're going to dismiss all the good anybody has ever done because of one simple thing. Of course, with Bill Cosby, it's not necessarily, or it's not exactly simple. No, of That's course not. Shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I'm not touching that. I'm not going to argue any of that shit. My thing is, just don't sit here and dismiss all the good he's done. He was a bastard at one point, but that doesn't mean he spent the rest of his his whole life being one. I mean, he kind of did. What? He kind of did. I mean, basically, he, he kind of did. He had his good and he had his evil. Yeah. Exactly. Not, not to say that one begot the other or one superseded the other, but the complexity of most people, you know, most folks aren't just pure spirits all the way throughout. People have yeah. their vices. So people commit their evils. I definitely understand his point about the idea of saying, well, you know, I can hear everything you're saying for the struggle, whatever the case may be, but there's, a, there's still a key element missing. It's like, cool, you can say that. But MLK also had affairs, you know, against Coretta with prostitutes and yeah. white prostitutes at that. So it's like, so for all of the shit that you can say, people are still human. You, re- you really can't sit here and exalt one on such a fucking level and basically be like, no, for you to be revered through and through in my eyes, like that fucking matters. Yeah. Uh, you have to be with a black woman. Yes, I agree the dynamics of the black family are important. But at the very same time, though, it still doesn't, it, 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 do, it just doesn't negate the fucking situation. It's just some dude with a really 
twisted fucking point of view. Yeah, and on top of that, you don't even know what the dynamic between that black couple is in the first place. Like, right. imagine if you actually spent a real day with Jay-Z and Beyonce and you found out they're completely, utterly fucking horrible to each other. The rest of the world thinks they're like they're this power couple. They've influenced thousands of people who are trying to be power couples, relationship goals, all this and that shit. Imagine you spend the day with them. This guy is cursing her out every cent. Or even worse, if it's the flip side. If she's the fucking boss and she's treating him like shit. Yeah. Like, uh, you better massage my feet, motherfucker. Get your nigga ass up and all that. Like, what? Whoa! What the fuck? People will be losing their goddamn minds. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you, you, you're saying that you, you, you're basing an entire, like, struggle of fight for human rights, and you're basing it all on an appearance. Yeah. It's only as good as its appearance? That's fucking nonsense. That's madness. That's madness. That means everything for civil rights meant nothing to you. Because of the fact that these people married somebody that wasn't even of their skin color. You literally are dismantling hundreds, decades to hundreds of years of civil rights protests and active, like, active, like, fighting, protesting, all that Activism. Shit. Yeah, activism. And there we go. contributions. I'm like, bro, what all the because fuck it's is like, wrong with uh, this It's guy? like, yeah, but your wife ain't black, so none of that shit matters. No, fuck you. Excuse me? Like, that's, that's real. And imagine you gave the cracker. And imagine you having a white wife that puts more into your shit than having a black wife. Imagine that. Are you still going to just completely off right both of them? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, fucking crazy. Say answers to what does that mean? Let me break it down because again, some have said you tried to claim mm-hmm. that you are a descendant of Frederick Douglass. Okay, so let's deal with that. So hold on one second. Here's a statement from the family. Uh, let me go ahead and read this, please. Um, the family of Frederick Douglass has received numerous inquiries about Umar Johnson questioning his relationship to Frederick Douglass. There have also been questions about his legitimacy of his PhD and the handling of the donations he's received for his school that he is promoting. We can tell you with 100% certainty that he is not a descendant of Frederick Douglass. With that being said, Mr. Johnson is very careful not to build himself as a descendant but he doesn't correct people when they refer to him in this way. He calls himself a blood relative, which is a nebulous reference designed to make people think he is a descendant. We have researched his explanation of being a blood relative to the great abolitionist. Some of the information he provides is accurate, but an extremely important piece of his explanation with regards to a documented relative of Frederick Douglass is false. The information he recites correctly is from the public record, so his knowledge of our family ancestry is far from definitive proof. Two things there. One, he's not a descendant of Frederick Douglass. Okay? I would concur with that. All right? But then, two, you also heard that some of the things he says is correct. So the question becomes, he's either related or he's not. He's a spend doctor. Okay? So <laughs> it's like, he's like, wait, now hold on for a second. One fish, two fish. Yeah, fish, My name is on the family tree. We have a family reunion every two years. What they're talking about, I want to make sure you're clear. They're talking about whether or not I come through the loin of Frederick Douglass, which I do not, nor have I ever claimed. 
okay? Mm -hmm. I have more videos on YouTube than any other scholar. I speak around the world more than any other scholar. Show me where I've ever said I was a descendant. I've only claimed one thing, kinsman. How am I kinsman? If you ever read any of the autobiographies of Frederick Douglass, he talks about... It's funny because he's proving it right. He's very careful with saying I'm not blood directly like, related to him. Four times great-grandfather, whose grave I just visited last week. I go every year. Okay, that's my four times great-grandfather. He married my four times great-grandmother, Caroline Wilson Bailey. From that union came my three times great-grandfather, George Washington Bailey, the first black public school teacher on Eastern Shore, Maryland. He married Grandma Annie. They had Grandma Caroline, okay? She had Grandma Vivian. Grandma Vivian married a Spanish-speaking Cuban immigrant, Grandpa Cicero. They had Grandma Ida, who's still alive, who married James Johnson, who had my father Jamal, who married my mama Barbara, and from that union I was born. I am a blood of belly I am not married in. What they're talking about is strictly descendancy, something I've never claimed. Am I a kin? Do I directly come from the loin of the first cousin and potentially half-brother of Frederick Douglass? Yeah, I love these con artists, man. They will find a way to spin some shit. Frederick's mother and raped Stephen's mother, my ancestor. And it's significant evidence to suggest that. Some people can still argue, though, that they were not brothers because it's not conclusive. Fine, throw that out. I'm still a kinsman because I come through the blood of his first cousin. You talk about, again, respect. You respect? I don't talk about respect. I no, get no, tremendous no, respect. No, no, I'm not talking about that. Um, do you respect Frederick Douglass? Obviously, yes. But he had a white wife. He did. So, I, that's what I'm sure you're I'm going to clarify. Why, why, why is that an issue? Why, I mean, why is that? If, if you put in the work mm -hmm. and you have the history, who, who cares who you may? I already answered that question. I told you, I don't care how much work you put in. If you don't commit yourself to a black woman, ultimately, he wasn't totally committed to the struggle. Now, now, pause. I, I, want, I want you to... Does it make sense? Did, did, did you notice <laughs> something there? Did you notice something? When he was pressed hard, he panicked. And then his voice got louder. Yeah. Like, 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 you, 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 like, he got irritated easily. Like, why are you questioning me? I told you. Yeah. What, what I noticed, uh, was actually something that I found, um, and I know anybody listening might not, might be like, well, whatever. It was a, a post I found on Tumblr. But it basically, um, it's from a psych blog. You know the detailing, de like it's talking about psychology, human psychology, yeah. all that extra shit, blah blah blah. So there's certain things that you do when you lie. Number one, when anybody who is telling a lie through a story, they give more details than someone who's giving honest. When they pretty much they're trying to cover all their bases. So when somebody's telling a lie through a story, they'll they'll typically throw in things that you wouldn't even give a fuck about. The time the weather, all this extra shit to paint this picture that it is real. So you, in your mind, you have no way to doubt it. If I'm sitting here, like, if I've never been to fucking, if I've never been to, like, Hunts Point, Queens, right? So I'll look it up on Google and be like, yeah, I was on 15 or 1656 something something street in Hunts Point, Brooklyn. I was, or Hunts Point, Bronx. I was fucking with this chick. She lived on the 22nd floor, apartment 369, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. None of this shit you would ever give a fuck about if I'm telling people like, yo, I fuck this big titty bitch from the Bronx. <laughs> Nobody cared about what apartment, what building she was. 
Are you gonna go out there and go find her so you can fuck her too? No. No one in their reasonable mind would be like, Nah, I need facts, bro. I need all the facts. I need the car facts. Unless you're right a cop. Now. Unless you're a cop. You know what <laughs> I mean? Unless you're a cop. Like you're gonna uh, give all the facts yeah, of you innocent. Yeah. It was a nice call across one breeze. And guess what? That's I saw true. Day Day. And that, and it was Day Day in them. And that's if we talking about a crime. I'm just telling you a story about yeah. like, I just fucked some chick with some big ditties. Like, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. That's the type of shit he was doing just now. And it's just like, yeah, that's cool. Nobody asked you for any of that shit. About how your grandmother met your grandfather yeah. and this, that, and the third. And this ma- mathematic equation that you just gave me. Yeah, but I'm like, at the same time, get you trying to prove yourself. You trying to prove your innocence and all this, which it's hard to tell you're innocent. Because I don't know the truth. So I'm not going to sit here and call him a liar. But I definitely smell bullshit. Yeah, now we're getting close to an hour, so we have to cut that short. But we'll just do the Cliff Notes version about what else Umar Johnson believes. On multiple occasions, he's alluded to the idea of homosexuality as a conspiracy by some unnamed group as a way... As, as a form of population control. LGBT was created by the government. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you say so. And wait, what's the number one hotep attack attack plan? That's right. The black woman. Okay. So single mothers. He stated that single mothers psychologically castrate. Their sons, which turned them into homosexuals within the black community. Maybe effeminate at best, but you can't. He alludes that. You can't turn. That the the problems of the black community starts and ends with the vagina and the womb. Yeah, but I mean, if you say that, you can say that about pretty much every single problem in the world then. (laughs) he feels like it's linked to the subconscious which ties women who have wild sex to having mental issues (laughs) I'm not even gonna say nothing on that that's not my territory I'm just like nah if you wanna hoe go hoe bro just be smart about it that's all I gotta say I don't think that's a psychological it could be but I doubt it that's right. But you know what? We gotta we're closing on an hour here, so let's get to the main point. The infamous Frederick Douglass Marcus Garvey Academy. Right. Now I don't know how long ago the scam started. The earliest I can date it back is around 2015. When he filmed did you see did you see any of the uh, film footage about the school? Mm-mm. You need to you need to you need to watch because this 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 is amazing. It's some amazing shit. So he finds a property, which was a former college or private school mm-hmm. that had acres and buildings, right? And he wanted to create this his school. Right. He needed, I forget how much money. It had to be like near, it had to be six figures, seven figures, right? Right. And he needed to get the money to buy the school. Because he had all these plans for the school, which are insane. Any sane person would be like, bro, you can't do that. What were some of the plans? His original plans were, were he wanted to basically have the school. 
all male school because you know fuck the women all male school right he wanted to have a hotel on premises and have the students run the hotel yeah yeah that's uh-huh. one have the students run the hotel uh-huh. right have all these businesses at the school and have the students learn how to you know run and create their own businesses right okay and have the, and have the students as workers so they can sell stuff I think it's overly ambitious. I don't think thereby, it's bad. Thereby, uh-huh. having their means of monetary revenue come from the businesses on the premises of the school. Yeah. 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 Who's paying for all that? Remember, this is supposed to be a private school. A private school. Now... I went to a private school, a very well-known private school. Right. Right? For years. Now, mind you, this school had a dormitory mm-hmm. and had like multiple buildings, right? Right. But mind you, this school was funded with tuition. Tuition. We had a, an alumni that had a bank. Right. That put money in the school and we had donors. Mm-hmm. From various companies and banks, right? And now we also had a very well-renowned soccer team, like world-renowned soccer team. Mind you, the school sold apparel and stuff, right? Right. But that wasn't the main revenue source of the school. It was through tuition, donations, and the soccer team. Right. Right. Which is like most schools and colleges. Yeah. Get this man. Better sports team, more funding from the state and stuff like that, from people going to get all that extra shit. Yeah. Because, look, parents wanted their their boys on that soccer team. Yeah. Because once they get on that soccer team, bro, that's the key to everything. You get on that soccer team, college is paid for. You you playing in a major league in in like somewhere. It might not be in the U.S. Yeah. You could be playing in England, Italy. I mean, anywhere in Europe. Wouldn't that be better anyway? Yeah, that would be better. But if you get on that school soccer team, you're minted. Yeah. Mind you, this man wants you wants the students to run businesses. That sound a bit, I don't know, Dickensian, if you get my drift? Yeah, I get that. Uh, I just, I'm like, who going to be paying for all this? Because I know for a fact he wanted to be straight black. And black, like pretty much black wealth versus like white wealth and every other wealth. It's kind of like a... Gap it's, there. Yeah, it's a gap. It's not that balanced. Yeah, it's not that balanced. You, you don't know where your money coming from, bro. <laughs> like, so of course he wants the rich donors, right? Right. For various reasons, he couldn't get the property. So we come up to 2019. People are wondering, where's my money going? Uh-huh. What are you doing with my money? So he buys this dilapidated charter school. In the great state of Delaware. Yeah. Because that's where the black motherland is. The new black motherland is. Delaware. Delaware. The screen door factory capital of the world. Not New Jersey. Delaware. New York or 
or anywhere in the South where there's a very large black demographic. <laughs> you went to Delaware. Delaware. And it's it's because of the incentives you can get on a business. And plus, like he needed to buy the he needed to buy a building. Mm-hmm. Delaware was most convenient. Most convenient. Property costs is low. And yeah, like you yeah. Start and it's like the tax incentives you get for corporations like a. LLC or or leaving like any other sort of series and corporation, you get a lot of tax breaks in Delaware. Yeah. So it's a hustler's paradise. Yeah, it's a hustler's paradise. Shit so, going on in there. So well, basically, like, so basically, well, secondary. If Puerto you're gonna Rico's find a, a, an out to continue your scam, mm-hmm. buy a school in Delaware. Oh wow! <laughs> so he bought a school, this dilapidated school in Delaware, and he had a half hour video. Talking about all the stuff he wanted to do right. at the school in Delaware, which again he modified his goals, but it would still be in kind of improbable to do. Like he wanted to have like the students grow their own food. Yeah, I mean these are all good. These schools. are all good ideas, but I looked at the school, brother. There ain't no room to have a field where you will grow enough food. To yeah. supplement students. Now, mind you, he'll probably have to get the food from an outside source and vendor. Yeah. But he wanted primarily the, you know, the food to be like grown in school. Not to mention the time it'll take to grow. You're you're using up at least half to an entire school year just to get shit started. Now, land. Yeah. He don't have enough room to do that shit out, know, outside. You know, now, my friend from DC, she's into right. like you know, excuse me, she's into um agriculture, and you know, trying to find you know ways to grow things. Right. Like she is like heavy, to the point where like she will send me articles about you know agriculture and growing stuff indoors, so he can you know, like. Do you know hydro? Um, wow, the word escapes me. I was able to say it all fucking day. Um, hydroponic, hi- yeah, hydroponic growth, like growing stuff inside, right? Do you know how much room that would take and stuff that you would have to do? You have to have you have to install irrigation system indoors, Ooh. then you would have to do lighting and control. You have to have all these environmental controls. You're essentially building your own greenhouse. Essentially. And you would have to do it in store, in, indoors within the space and property provided. Yeah. It's, it's ambitious. It's ambitious, but you cannot do it in the room you have allotted that he bought. Now, he wanted, now he wanted the students to... Hang on. You know what? Why am I saying all this shit? Why not let the man... Speak for himself. Yeah, let's skip all this bullshit. Yeah, okay. Music. Some random nigga from the street he got to produce this shit. Flying and driving from state to state. Uh-huh, yeah, come on. Yeah. In addition to that, there will be the science grow properly. And in you... We can now begin the process of psychological reconstruction. One African mind at a time. At the Frederick Douglass and Marcus Garvey Academy, we're going to be teaching our young men along the lines of six key sciences. The first science, 
will be economic and financial science. We want our young men to understand wealth as opposed to money. We want them to understand international investments, banking. We need them to be able to read the stock market reports. We want them to understand real estate and we want them to master the principles of interest. In addition to finance. Now, Monty, you're into the stock market and whatnot. How did you learn about the stock market, market and reading stocks? Um, a couple of ways. One was a little bit of school, just a tiny bit of school, just because I was. We'll, give, we'll give you that tiny micro, bit of school. Micro society schools. Uh, my uncle, the one who's so infamously graced himself on his podcast, <laughs> worked for the stock exchange, and has been invested in oil in oil commodities since the early nineties. So he got money. He's got a little. He's got a nice little chunk of change. Then, um, in my recent years. My partner herself, she has a nice, diverse portfolio, has, you know, helped me with reading charts and things like it. She invests mostly in, in options and a couple of stocks. So it's from a couple of different folks. Just my own interest. All right. Popping. So did you have to go to school in Delaware to learn all that shit? Um, no, but I mean, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It sounds like a hell of a facility. It, that it, sounds, it does. That, listen, that sounds like the sort of thing that based on intuition, I say, look. This podcast has been great. We don't even have to look for a place anymore. We can get a home in Delaware. can double as an office. <laughs> you can go ahead and do... You have an art studio. You have a photography lab. I'll create a soundstage. The women can clean unprompted. <laughs> oh, oh, no. No. <laughs> you know, I mean, soup, like, you know, super dope shit. But, I mean, if it was there, it was possible. Also, breaking news, because I felt like this concerns you. Um, do you know who Rob Gronkowski is? Yeah, Gronk, yeah. Yeah. Gronk is about to finalize a deal with the WWE. Oh, well, good for him. Oh, well, good for him. He's Back gonna, to concerning matters. He's going to go from the Miz to the Gronk. <laughs> oh, God. going to be dope. So. But yeah, I mean, literally, Gronk's career is is a lot more solid than Umar Johnson's <laughs> you know, dreams and ambitions. I mean. But wait, there's more. In economic science, we're going to teach our young men right. dietary what it takes to protect Lysol. But wait, wait. Of interest. In addition to financial and economic science, we're going to teach our young men dietary and nutritional science. Oh my God. As you know, our oh my people God. are dying every day from poor food and poor dietary habits. We want to teach them how to understand and use the vitamins and minerals that the universe has given us. We want to teach them how to eat in order to live. And on top of that, there will be agricultural and agronomical science. If we want them to eat properly, we must show them how to grow properly. We must show them how to make their own food, to grow their own fruit, to grow their own vegetables. Oh yes, this is a Green Thumb Academy, where we not only eat to live, but we grow the fruit. He realizes that, that certain fruit in you can't to be that, able to cultivate will be in the great state of, of Delaware, the right? And like the citrus, that's, that's just out. We have to teach our young like men citrus, how to that, that's fathers, just really out. If you're trying to like do that shit in Delaware, you're not going to be able to do most of it. You're not, no. Like, like most, most fruit you have to have a certain climate for. In Delaware, I don't. 
I don't know. Yeah, when the winters hit, it's going You're to done. Yeah, it's a wrap. So, I, so that's I mean, why I say he has to do hydroponics and move everything indoors if he yeah. wants to, like, grow And then even then, he, he would need, like, a banquet hall to really... Pretty much. Now, now learning about two, proper nutrition... Bro, just Google that shit. Plus, on top of that, proper nutrition also varies per person. If you literally yeah. go, if you go to a dietitian, I bet you a dietitian would literally have three different answers for the all three of us in this room. It'd be yeah, like, you, you probably need to fuck with this. You, you probably need to fuck with this. You probably don't need to fuck with this. And that's it. So even when you when you say that, you're making like just sweeping blanket statements of things that he's heard and echo chambers of people who are black militants. Oh, that's it. It's like, yeah, we yeah, we need to go and cook our own food. I didn't hear say shit of uh make Showing food. pictures that match. I didn't hear say nothing about livestock. So are we vegan? Funny are we, enough. Or are we learning how to hunt? That, there will be the science of the community and the family. We have to teach our young men how to be fathers, how to be sons, how to be organizers, and how to be leaders. And then after that, political science. To make sure they understand the world. I love how he only thinks that the black man is required to get all this, and that the black woman is like, eh, you'll get it secondhand. It's literally what he says at the end of the video. Eventually, we'll have a woman's school going, but the men, the men are important. It's like, do you not think that as men, that, you know, it's important to have a female female figure to sort of help at the helm of shit? Nope. Which they need women to learn these things. Nope, not the Umar Johnson. Yeah. Women build economies. Yeah, but not the Umar Johnson. And it's funny because because right now if you ask who is the largest, like who's the largest, largest demo of college educated women in the US, it'll shock you. It's black women. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, so it's interesting that he says that. And then spiritual science to understand all of the great astrological and cosmological spiritual systems that African people have given to the world. And last but not least, we must also make sure they understand the science of being men. This is why the Frederick Douglass and Marcus Garvey Academy exists. This is what we intend to do pretty sure me getting pedicures of this great institution <laughs> might not you know fly per se <laughs> now mind you science of being men that that's, i mean i mean you can go to botanica to learn about spiritual science just saying then, all of that is like that's say, all super subjective like you can go to botanica and learn about that stuff like this this man has a lot of ideas that will never get done why because it's Dr. Umar Johnson. He's a charlatan. He's a charlatan. <laughs> so, so okay, here's the it's latest. It's a fucking shyster. So, so, here's the funny part. That property has taxes and liens on it that he hasn't paid it's yet. It's foreclosed on it. Yep, it's foreclosed. Oh, really? So, so this is what, this is the bullshit he tried to pull, right? I love how he also, in all his, like, steps and all that shit, he, he mentions not a single lick about law. You would honestly think that if someone but was wait. going to arm someone and be like, oh, you got to know this, this, this. But How wait. about the law, motherfucker? But, but wait, like, that's important. there's more. <laughs> Billy so, Mays here. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, he blames it on R- the fact R- that... R.P. the goat. Yeah. So first of all, he blames it on the fact that he couldn't find any black contractors mm-hmm. that would do the work to renovate the school for free. No one's going to do that for Materials free. to renovate a... Series of buildings. 
four, three. A series of bruises. It's like my brother, but you have to understand something. You have the materials. It's like you yourself are an artist. What you can do is be able to provide the vision for the future future generations. Your children will look back at this legacy and be able to benefit. So that's why I'm asking for 100 man hours of you to be able to do this and you will be one of the founding partners. So what do you say? Will you be the head of communications in our design of this institute? <laughs> will you be the head of sucking my dick? I'm going to suck my dick, but guess what? Guess what my legacy is right now? Paying my fucking bills as best as I can. So unless you plan to help with that, fuck out of here. So his next excuse was, hey, wait, wait, see... If you can already guess why this excuse is bullshit. He blamed his white lawyer. Why does he have a white lawyer? That's a that's a <laughs> Thank you. That's a, that's the shit I, I said the first time. Like I Why do you have a white lawyer? I went pause. Why do you have a white lawyer? Because I Aren't mean, you pro, pro I, mean black? I mean, granted, I took shit for having a fucking Spanish lawyer. Motherfucker's like, nah, nah, nah. You gotta have an Asian or a Jew in there. I'm like, oh, oh. yeah, you, you you need that Hebrew sauce, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, you know, I kind of realized when I saw my lawyer on Facebook with a sombrero, no shirt, and a can and a can of beer. I was like, this guy's a character. I like it. Should have went Hebrew. Should have went Hebrew. It's all right though. Trust me. The, the shift is coming. I ain't telling nobody it's going to be on the podcast. But, yeah, in about a month's time, I'm actually going through the legal changes. I I, I think I probably hinted at the last time we met up. I uh, mentioned I'm definitely now becoming... Um, I, I'm not not my Darth Rocky roots. I'm embracing the Targaryen that I actually have. So, <laughs> yes, I will legally just be referred to as I.T. Abramson. So, I, I, <laughs> I, I anticipate I will be referred to as Ira. On a bunch of different occasions. Oh, Lord. And I look forward to people thinking I'm Jewish. Because anytime I ever say this is uh, Mr. I.T. Averson, they're like, oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, you know, happy Passover. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> oh, okay. God. I'm like, all right, I got it. Oh, oh my God. So it's, it's going to so, be beautiful. Okay. All right. So, so, so his white lawyer forgot to tell them, tell him about. Oh, he wanted to file as a tax exempt, right? Mm -hmm. His white lawyer forgot to tell them, tell him the due date to send in the papers or the application Mm -hmm. to apply to be tax exempt. So his lawyer forgot to remind him or he forgot to submit him on time? The fact that he's blaming a white lawyer, the fact that something he should know if this was his dream... For X amount of years that you have to file for a tax exemption by a certain date. I mean, I... You just have a bad lawyer. Without the lawyer, you should know on your own, like, I gotta put these papers in by this date to get tax exempt. I mean, there's blame on both sides. Yes, he needs to know that, but also... There's no lawyer. You know there's no fucking lawyer. They ain't I mean, no lawyer. I mean, I mean, if, if his ass doesn't have a lawyer, then I mean, he's then he's he's a dumb bitch. Like I was speaking about in the last podcast, this is just a dumb bitch we're talking about because yeah, they're not handling their business. My thing, I don't, I don't know what's actually true and not. It's not to be like, oh, you're a liar or anything like that. Because as long as I know you, you always been about your facts. Part of me wants to believe believe him because of the fact that he claims to be fighting for us claims 
focus on the word claims. Please. You're giving me the face and I'm like, look, I get it. Just hear me out. Focus on claims. I'm not saying he actually does or not. I'm just saying he claims that he does. At the end of the day, I'm all about us before anybody. Um, but I'm also not going to sit here and be like, we're just perfect. No, like, no, well, we our community has flaws just like every other. I yeah. believe him as much as I believe a Puerto Rican zebra. Oh. Wow. Oh. I really do. Wow, I went left. Oh. It's, like, it's like pretty much it's like if you can show me a zebra that has originated from the great island of Puerto Rico, I will be like, bet, this, this man is on to some shit. He's just like again. He, I look, man. Listen, listen. He, he's a fucking shyster. Like at this point, he, he he's almost he's almost like a failed cult leader. Like like he wants a cult so bad. He wants a cult so bad, but he can't have it. He just can't have it. It's like you're not. You don't have no backing. Yeah, it's like yo. It's like you got no backing from any. Like you don't have backing from the NAACP. You don't have backing from the NOI. You don't have backing by most black Israelites. So it's like you're just this. Man on the island talking some shit. Yo, but you know what gets me, son? This is what I find so amazing about him. This motherfucker gets places and I don't know how he does it. This nigga was on the Breakfast Club twice. Oh, because he's polarizing. Because because he's polarizing. Because he's polarizing. Because people know of who he is. They know they they know of who he is, and they know that he's gonna say some shit. That's that people are gonna be like, pause, hold on, let me rewind this. So he's a controversial figure. That's what it is. He's polarizing. It's almost like random sports analogy. It's almost like when Tim Tebow was a thing in the NFL. Yeah. He wasn't a good fucking quarterback. It was the fact that he was just such a figure. He's like, yeah, um, I'm a virgin and I pray to God and I kneel. It's like sometimes a character that's a, a person that's a spectacle is just worth bringing around because that's what gets attention and eyeballs. Yeah. He's a fucking media whore. That's the only reason why he can continue to do this shit is because because um, someone tends to you know still buy into this shit mm-hmm. and the fact the that they know there's a great deal of people people that are gonna make fun of his ass I just I feel like I feel like he's like I feel like he's team rocket in reality bro yeah cause it's like how do you just keep doing this popping shit? up how are you still here yeah man and we keep giving you money I don't know who the fuck is, is financing him. It, it's, some, it's some dodos, but you know Somebody what? Somebody just keeps giving this man money. And I was going to say, on the flip side, somehow Tim Tebow got a contract with the New York Mets. Some Somehow, you know, he's supposed to be doing something with some Olympic team. Basically, in other words, if you're enough of a fucking spectacle, people are going to realize the potential that they can be able to benefit from you and to pimp off of you. That's got to be it. That's yeah, gotta be it because I can't see any other fuck? real reason why he's still like. Now, now, here, now, bro. now, look. It's a spectacle. That's it. He now he's making up all these other excuses like the water bill isn't being paid, the electrical has to get turned <laughs> on. You know, normal broke nigga bill shit isn't being paid. <laughs> you don't even have a building. You just have property, bad property. What water? Where is it coming from? He to, apparently, he has to pay a pass water bill. I love, I love how he's like, this dream requires effort, and these bills need to get paid. I can't do this alone. He's like, <laughs> this ain't a cell phone or a fucking apartment. What are you talking about? 
I just love how he again has no backings from not the NAACP, not even a nation of Islam. Like you've got no one of a, you, you've got no one from a like, like not like not even not even the fucking I forget their exact exact terminology, but it's like the, the Nubians. Um, New no, it's that um, Caribbean something something. They have a flag and everything. It's like the Caribbean con some some shit. Basically, in other words, all the unionized like it's a union of all the Caribbean countries. They sail as like this like group of people, if you will. Not even them. Like you don't even have anybody in the islands looking at you like, huh? Because my thing is he would he would have hit on some shit if he was talking about building this in Africa. The West Indies or something, but you go. Let me go to Delaware, cause again, tax fucking haven. That's why it's a tax haven and motherfucking. Um, and again, property is cheap. Same uncle I'll say, but I told me about fucking socks and shit. He just built a house out in Delaware. Fuckers ain't dumb. It's hustle time, and it's like not too far from New York City. He ain't fucking stupid. Again, he's a hustler. Now he's just hustling backwards. That's what. <laughs> now, after all this shit. I know this is your man's though. After fuck you. After all, if, if I can set up the meeting for you to possibly meet with him, would you do it? It's gonna be the biggest spectacle you will ever see in your life. Cause it's gonna be me saying fuck you, fuck I, your mama, fuck your family, fuck you, you fucking idolater. You ain't doing shit for the community. Get the I, fuck out. You gonna look at your clothes and be like, you a clown? Oh no! Oh no! The, no! The, no! The, the very first thing he's gonna do is just analyze you because that's what that's what he does in most things. He's gonna analyze. The necklace, the medallions, don't have the rings, don't have the fucking docks on. Because he's going to look and be like, okay, I get it. So, I'm hearing this from someone who decides to live in a subversive subculture of European indoctrination. Gothic. Do you understand where that comes from? That comes from a place where people idolize and worship the devil and dark forces. Now, you, as a black person, should know better than this because you understand where all of this comes from. We were seen as black devils, so you were pretty much a black devil, and I, myself, don't identify as a black devil, so we have nothing to say. You did. I promise you, just, you just... Pretty much, yeah. He, he, he would try to mentally judo you and then just dip before you could say, fuck your mama, he's going to be like, ah, but da 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 and then dip. Because yeah. the last thing he wants to do is scrap with you because if we're, if if this meeting is happening, oh, baby, this is definitely recorded. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely getting recorded. I need this. I need this for the future. Like, I, I, w- I would need this, like... It would almost be like if I got Ace... If me and AC were able to go kick it with Alex Jones for a second. Like, that, that would just be some shit. So I'm like, hey, look. Oh no, I would have a plan. I wouldn't just say, all right, fuck you. No, I know you. It, it would, it would be like a whole thing. But, but, you, but you would have to go deep cover. I'm talking like real deep cover. Yeah, I just sit in the back, like, where? I'd, ha- I'd have to, I'd have to That's cover crazy. you in some like. <laughs> it's crazy. I'd have to cover you in some like kente cloth. It's crazy. <laughs> but all that being said, you know, if you don't have one aspect of your business. Can you say at least a nice thing about him? Anything nice about the doctor. He's a doctor after all. I can. He's motherfucking tenacious. He is. He, he is. He's still doing this shit. Yep. But but like I was saying, if you have if you don't have one aspect of your business ready, would you then oh, wow. focus on creating another aspect of your business? Wait, say that again? If you have one aspect of your business that's not ready in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. would you then take attention away from that one aspect and try and build the other one? 
Some people do. So basically what you're saying is, is that if you know that one part of what you're doing is incomplete, but there's another area that you're putting your focus on, would you just focus on what's incomplete first? Yeah. Depends on people's process. Yeah. yeah. Depends on the process. I mean, yeah. like, if you don't have one school built, would you try and get another property to build a second campus? Well, well probably not. that's the thing. I don't, I can't do that because I don't have a first. That so tell me why sense. this nigga is in Detroit. Right now, trying to get money to buy another school. Yeah, when your first one not even. And good. again, he's going to Detroit where property values are in the shit turf. He want he is hustling. So, so his plan is to try to sell the school that's already ready. That's fine. That doesn't have to be renovated for a million dollars. Yeah. He wants that. He wants to basically do a lease option where he gives them half the money. And then he continuously pays them over time for this school building. He went to his, he's going to his followers yet again, asking for more money for a second campus on the other side of the country. Um, yeah, that's, that's a problem. That's a problem. (laughs) Meanwhile, this man is touring the country. He's having a lecture series. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Give me one second. I want to make sure I'm reading this correctly. Correctly. Right? Where he basically has a seminar. The National Black Parent Training Tour 2020. Mm-hmm. Where he trains black parents to be advocates for their children in the in the school system bro which sounds like a good idea but mind you you are supposed to sit there for 12 hours from 9 a.m to 9 p.m on a saturday to learn about how to advocate for your child from a packet and pay this man fifty dollars to sit for twelve hours. Twelve hours. Twelve whole hours. He did that shit in Newark like a week ago, hmm. where people sat in a room with Umar Johnson for twelve whole hours. Jesus. Twelve hours of power. One, only one training site per state. It is your responsibility to get there. This training will never happen again. If you care about your children, you will find a training to attend. No more excuses. Oh, uh, he sound like he sound like a, a hardcore uh, Primerica. They try to make it seem like are you missing out if you don't come to this. Yep. Like it is up to you to and increase just your just come back potential. next week. Like it was like yeah, all right, cool. Then the latest scam he's doing is he's. Having a monthly subscription podcast service where you pay Mm $9.99 a month to get this exclusive podcast. (laughs) People don't even sell podcasts. Yeah, but no, no, no. You're paying $9.99 for exclusive content. Yeah, he really is a hustler. Like, I kind of knew, I knew you were right, but it's like the more I'm hearing it, I'm just like, yo, what? That don't even make sense. He has a book that he's taking that he's taking pre 
orders from. Yeah. That was supposed to have a release of Kwanzaa of 2019. Obviously, that book hasn't been released. Has he said anything on it? And, my, and on that note, my phone died. <laughs> that was perfect. That was perfect, Tommy. Yeah, ask about me. I'm a... like, 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 son is just out here really trying to get it any way he can. And the sad fact is, like Jesse Jackson, you 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 don't get you don't get not a nod from a Jesse Jackson. You get a nod from Al Sharpton. It's terrible. Yes, this man is a con artist of the ninth degree. And yet, people still give him money. Yeah. They it's, give him money. They feed his life. But people are seeing the cracks. It's, poor, it's the poor and uneducated. See, bro, I told you. There's a thread on, uh, on Twitter and what I just seen YouTube exposing all his shit. It's funny moments. Like, bro, the school's not getting built. He's conning you out of your money. Like... He he hits on the poor, uneducated people that that you know love their culture, mm. but don't take the time to you know actually read a Wikipedia text, a a, Wiki, a whole Ooh. Wikipedia article. What he's having his followers find the address of all the people that speak against him, or get his followers to come to their home and threaten them. So, you know, y'all might get some followers. Y'all so, what can we followers. say in totality about old Daku Marks? I know we probably had like the 90 minute mark of. Yeah, we were at the 90 minute yeah, mark. Oh, fuck. I'm probably not going to edit this thing because it's pure rage. <laughs> pure fucking rage. It's, like, it's pure unadulterated rage. Like, how much I hate this man. I, I, I just hate this man. <laughs> I just said some wild shit. Yo, I'm reading Twitter. This shit is hilarious. Yeah. Johnson says black mothers are responsible for homosexuality and ADHD. Absent daddy from Right, right, right. But wait, there's more. We have a special guest. Warmind himself. Is he there? What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? Come on, man. You you really putting them on this pod? That's no. right. No, no, That's no, no, right. Yes, he coming. He coming at y'all. As soon as I said Umar Johnson, he was like, "Yo, let me call him right now." Jesus. He oh, wants to trash God. him too. So Devin, oh, my God. Y- your your opinions. <laughs> I need this. You you. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. So Devin, I'm at good times. Is on in the background. That's right. Can you change this shit. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the fucking DMV. I'm like, Jesus. So, so Devin, your opinions on Umar Johnson, if you don't mind, good sir. Assalamu alaikum, pork the chops and bacon. Is, at heart, a scam artist. Like, we've seen people like him before. Everyone, I don't know where, people like him before, people are coming and they're promising this, they're promising that. And it's really the reason why people like him are able to make headway so much that we handle the black community is because there is a complete and utter lack of black leadership, you know? Um, people talk about, you know, leaders in the African-American community, this, that, and the other, you know, you look at the news and whatnot, you know, well, in reference to, well, mainly 
be discussing people like Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson. However, I don't particularly, especially Al Sharpton, I don't particularly consider those people leaders because they're not really in touch with the average black person are more about lining our own pockets and eating a Democratic Party, which just in turn helps them um, to continue what they're doing. So there is no real leadership in a black community, and because of that, you have, it creates a space where people like an Umar Johnson can come in and um, scam people, lie to people, steal from people. mentioned Umar Johnson, I delete the text thread and his number, then block him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how that's how you have to be so done with one man that you delete everybody associated with him. Even if you say his name from laughing at him, it's like, nah, I don't want him. Get it out of my house. But he's making he he's making fun of him too. I don't care. Get him the fuck out of my house. I heard that name Get him out. Wait, what are you talking on. about? This girl on, on Twitter. Twitter, bro. It says, as soon as the nigga mentioned Umar Johnson, I delete the text thread and block him immediately. <laughs> just, that's how done with people with that, this that's how, people that's are, bro. That's Umar Johnson in a nutshell. That's how done they are with this man. Son. A con artist. He's preying on the black control. community. He's birth control. That's so, Devin... Hey, yo. No, 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 no. You, no, no, you, you want to not get some ass? No, no, no. You, you, said, you said your opinions about Umar Johnson in a rather, you know, academic way. Yeah. But let, let, let's just break the walls down here. On, you know, some real man to man shit. How do you really feel about this nigga? The fuck that nigga, bro? <laughs> the fuck? Yo, I need uh, to see this thread, bro. Promise, promise schools, not promise all this shit, pie sky type deal. And what does he deliver? Jack shit. Well, why? What happened? Well, his whole thing was getting your fucking money. And he successfully has fleeced you. So, like, at the exact same time, like, he's a scammer, but it's also kind of your fault, because, like, if you're dumb enough to give something like that your money, I feel you, bro. I feel you, bro. He said, if you dumb enough to believe that shit, well, fuck you, too. Bro, I believe. Hashtag ethnic cleansing. I'm absolutely. Because those people aren't helping the situation, they're hurting the situation. Mind you, he did. Oh, this song I, I noticed when watching his videos, he tends to repeat a lot of his sentences. And I think that's a psychological technique. It is. Trump, Trump does it all the time as well. Like, it's disarming and it's like allows you to. How is this man? To imprint. This man was in Newark scamming people. It's Newark, by the way. Wait, wait, wait. He was in Newark scamming people? Yes. It's, it's North, by the way. It is North, by the way. How did that happen? 
He's probably high on cocaine at this point. So anyway. Oh, so you don't know, Devin. So now he has this new scam where he has this these series of seminars where he teaches you how to be a black parent and how to advocate for your child in the public school system. So basically what you do is you pay this man $50 he gives you a packet, and for 12 hours, you sit with Umar Johnson God in a group. Damn it! Look who's on the fucking screen. You, 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 your boy. Lewis and and you go Jim. over this packet for 12 hours. Time out. Time out. This dude has zero credentials. Well, he he is a doctor. He he's a doctor. He is a doctor. That's been proven. Okay, he's actually a doctor. Still, this is, uh, I, I, he can have two PhDs, my guy. Uh, I, I, got, I got some questions. I got several questions in terms of, uh, one, given this man's past and his other shenanigans, why would anyone trust him to help them advocate for their child in school that's not making any sense but then but like okay now you said it's proven that he is a doctor yes sadly he's been proven even then I've got some questions was it like a university of phoenix idea <laughs> like I want to go in because this man saying that he is actually legitimately credentialed, I've got questions of him, of his work, and of the institution itself. See these that gave him that. See, isn't it? See, it's it's not crazy. What? I'm sorry. I'm I'm crying over here, bro. <laughs> Devin basically said he wants to know what school gave him. Mm-hmm. His certificate, was this a University of Phoenix type deal? No, he named a bunch of... He named them. A bunch of universities. Just, he, you'd have to like he dropped them. them. You'd have to go and look them up. I mean, my thing is this. He's obviously not a dumb guy. No, he's, he's not. Like, he's he's able to scam he's, people he's, for he's like... He's not dumb at all. It's just the fact that he's a fucking charlatan. That's all it is. He just That's right. That's right. Devin, I know you know about his views on black women... The LGBTQ? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're all terrible people. But like, yeah, he is not a dumb person. He is smart in the sense of he is able to scam people out of their money. He is able to create environments where he can go and um, people feel at ease with him. People uh, trust him with their money. So... Restoration fund donations. No, but I seriously question, uh, or I'd really, really like to investigate, rather. Cash app. Um, his, his actual credentials. PayPal. I, I gotta tell you, I'm not mad at him because of the fact that <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Every fucking group of people has that one random shyster that comes in and says, "Hey, I'm doing this." 
for the greater fucking good and that person for the black community is Dr. Umar Johnson. It's perfectly fine. He's enough of a fucking parody that you shouldn't take him serious for the dumb motherfuckers that should have been <laughs> swallowed. They do. So with that being said, I'm not okaying him. I'm not excusing him. I'm saying that at some point his time will come. It's not some ominous shit to say that he's he's gonna you know be murdered or meet some untimely fate. All I'm saying is is that if there's a soul out there willing to invest money with that man, that's cool. We just need to find who that soul is because we got a podcast that we would love to charge you nine ninety nine and tell you exactly why shit like that is stupid. And then if you and if you can find more people that can be able to provide those financial backings, then yeah. Plus, plus my biggest thing is if you're talking about all these things that the black community needs, then you got to know that most people just don't have disposable income to lend to your shit. So find another way. Find find another way. But oh no, you. you can't produce one, so then why the fuck are we even still talking? Simple. What is it? Oh, Devin, he, he, that's he, all I got. Oh, Devin, he's trying to buy another property for for his second campus in Detroit. No, that's his north campus. Yeah, he's trying to buy another property for a second campus in Detroit. It's the Frederick Douglass Garvey does, North Campus. How does he have one campus in my first place? Because it was a foreclosed property that he got <laughs> yeah. in Delaware. Okay, so it's not a it's not a real thing. It's no, it's a, a real building. It's a real building. No, no, I mean in the in the sense that like if you say, "Hey, I have a campus or my institution," you're expecting a certain level of um. Oh man, that with, is with, kind of fishy. Something like that, What's that? You're expecting a certain um. A certain level of class, if you feel, expecting to have, you know, a building, if not multiple buildings, plural, you know, you're expecting it to be, um, just like, kind of, uh, almost on a college level, not a, hey, I bought something, you know, I bought a foreclosed on building, and, yeah, this is my, this is gonna be my first campus. But yet he's doing it. He has scammed a good chunk of the black community. It's just really this whole episode is turning into why you should hate <laughs> Yes. Yes, I'm gonna spread the word. You do kind of sound like a hater, just a bit. Of course I do, because I hate this man. <laughs> And an idolater. So if that's the case, we definitely, <laughs> we definitely should just all have that one. That's some wild shit. Yeah. We should all definitely have that podcast where we speak about people that we absolutely hate. You got Umar Johnson. Yeah. Next, it's gonna be the insane clown posse. Oh, Fucking waste leave of space. Leave this juggalos alone. They need to go. Leave them alone. All those infected hillbillies. Leave them alone. God. They can barely afford to rent in Detroit as it is. Leave they can. They can. Oh, God. Anyway, thank you, Devin. It's good talking to you. Oh, do you have any updates about what's going on in your life? It's been a while since you've been on the show. Any quick updates? Um, yeah, fuck coronavirus. I was about to say quarantine. Quarantine. Uh, it's funny, we were talking about you when we were recording the last episode when we were talking about coronavirus. Can you give us an update yeah. about where you are um, and how things are for you in South Korea? 
So, so what you're saying is, is that I got a cousin right now that drives Lyft and, you know, he's a bit of a, love him to death, but he's a bit of a fuckhead. Um, he's been showing like a bunch of like symptoms of like, you know, bad cold, occasional, you know, sneezing, coughing here and there, he's like sneezing and he's just like, yeah, dude, I'm seeing like blood after sneezing and all of the shit. I might want to figure this out. So what you're saying is I'd be wrong. If I like contacted some local agencies and said, I believe my cousin is potentially infected and he's not turning himself in, I would be, no, I'm dead ass. I would be wrong for that because these two can tell you, I've been very militant in saying that the very minute I think that he's possibly compromising like my house space, I'm, I'm like getting motherfuckers that come through with hazmat suits and he's getting his ass booted out of there. Like, I, I'm so serious about that. Yeah, I'd say in a situation like that, uh, make sure your family member is going to a doctor and get himself checked out. Yeah. If not, make them go. But um, Because the thing is, is that people are freaking out in terms of their, I go to the stores, right? People are buying toilet paper and water and whatnot. Things that make no sense. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, my, yeah, my, my girl, my girl is currently doing that. Yeah, my girl is currently doing that. She's up in Boston, and I know she works for a college up there and sometimes uses public transportation to get to and from work and sometimes works, like, you know, like, later hours. So she's just all on a tizzy, like, oh, I don't know. Like, she texted me today, like, I don't know, babe. You know, two weeks from now, I think things might just be shutting down. And, you know, it's like she's like, I got to stock up on all the essentials, like, you know, more water, toilet paper, and you know, cold products and, like, cold medicines and all this other shit, and I'm just like, you need to relax. Like, you know, she's even, she even went down to the point of saying, like, hey, like, you know, like, I, like, hey, you need, like, we need to get masks, and I'm like, I need to let you know that. Aren't gonna help you. And, and that's what I was telling her. I'm like, I'm like, masks aren't gonna help. I'm like, I'm like, it may help for you to have some peace of mind because you may be traveling to someone. They might be coughing and shit. I'm like, but you need to just simply move away from them if you can. You need to not be on the downwind of their cough. So I try to say this shit, but it's like, you know, she's not really listening. So, you know, it's 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 hard to say. But, you know, because my biggest thing is like, like, like we're in we're in Jersey and, and right there on New York. If anything, New York is a fucking hotbed with with a nice bit of this shit. But I'm not panicking as much. I mean, right now in one of my bags, I've got a travel size Lysol, some like Clorox wipes, some gloves, and some antibacterial wipes to like my hands if I'm out and about. Like, I feel like with that, I should be fine. 
I don't need to have to go crazy and do all this other extra shit. Plus, I've been taking emergency like every other day, every other every couple of days, just to make sure my immune system is like at its highest. Like, can it be serious? Yes, but it will be serious for me. Um, aforementioned groups that I uh, talked about earlier: infants, the uh, elderly, and those with chronic conditions. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, for me, you know, my, my biggest thing is, and I know this may sound real ignorant to say it, but like I said, I'm not really worried about getting sick. My biggest thing is just like, look, I just don't want to have to deal with what would be a stigma of needing to be quarantined while I'm running a fucking independent oh, business. Shit. That puts a boot to the ass of some of like a nice chunk of my operations, not half, but a little chunk of my operations if I have to purposely quarantine myself until further notice. So, plus not to mention, then I would probably want to go to a local agency or I could self-quarantine at home. My thing is, I just don't want all of that shit if I know all I got to do is just do my fucking due diligence. But I live in a house with three other motherfuckers, you know, so every day all I'm doing is just Lysoling and wiping down, like, most touched surfaces every fucking day. Like, that. that's that's pretty much what I'm doing, but, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm, that's a good thing to do. Yeah, I mean, you know, otherwise, I mean, shit, I don't, you know, I don't really, but I, I guess I should say this on the record because I want to clarify this and I want to make sure that anyone hearing this doesn't get it twisted. Am I fucked up for saying this is not a good time to order Chinese food? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, be, I'm being dead ass right now. I'm being so... Yeah, because cause honestly, I'm not going to bullshit you. I could really fuck up some Singapore chow on my phone right now. I really, really could. Because I know for me, yo, that curry rice noodle. But I was just I was just afraid of the idea of like, yo, time out. I don't know where someone in a restaurant, where they may have traveled from, how long, you know, any sort of communicable trans, you know, transference or some shit. I don't know where the <laughs> distributor of whatever product may have been yeah, from. No, so I had legit... Hmm? Oh yeah. Oh, I, I should definitely say. Yeah, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, Mamma Mia! Like, can't even do Italian food right now. Olive Garden is out. Well, well, well no, I'm, 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 I'm only saying that because you know Italy is on a complete lockdown. Like, no one in, no one out, type of shit. So, you know, so I mean, it is hard to just say like, oh, well, well, let me avoid something from this particular demographic. And it's not racist. It's more like the idea of like, well, those communities are trying to find their own ways to solve those issues. This is just my way of saying, hey, until those things are possibly resolved, let me maybe avoid a lot of conflict by saying, look, man. Oh, God damn, I was going to make a joke, but but, but Strange would have fucking, Strange would have hit the stop button so hard. But basically... <laughs> Basically, I'm just trying to find the right proper actions to take because I don't want to go through. 
So yeah, that's pretty you know, much like it. I said, if, I, if I were uh, back home, I'd order Chinese food on a heartbeat. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm thinking of, I mean, I look, I was... About. Oh, so even better. Even you know, another thing while I got you in this, because like I said, I, I look at you as in doomsday thing, like in my doomsday thinking, I already told you, you're like the military strategist that I'm going to turn to when it comes to these sort of things. Because I've seen 28 days later, you can't trust all the military do. Some motherfuckers make a whole brigade and then they be fucking people up, raping and doing all sorts right, of crazy yeah. shit. I know you're a fucking good dude. So I know I would turn to you for these things. So what I have been doing is, I understand the markets are kind of where they're at. You know, things are kind of slowing for people a bit. I think this is a real good time to get some purchases and shit going online. So I've been seeing a lot of deals because while people are doing all of this, I'm getting my gear for the summer, bitch. Like, I'm trying to go ahead and do all this shit because I, I know at some point it's just going to blow over. Now, I got a couple of dope fucking tees. I got a couple of dope tees. They were they were shipped from a couple of places. One was from I think Cali. The other one was from like South Carolina. When I get my shit now, I spray it with fucking disinfectant spray. I spray it just because okay, it's been sent in the mail. That's, that's reasonable. Okay, good. So I'm glad to know I'm not bugging as I'm going through these processes. I do it with mail and I do it with packages because I'm like, look, I don't know where this has been. I don't know who's had. I don't know what services has been touching. I need to spray both sides, let it air out for a second, and then I bring it in our, in our common area. So I just want to make sure I'm not bugging with these things. I feel like I've got a very sound way of going through this shit. <laughs> See, it's funny that Strange thought I was bugging, but yet he's got so much fucking Puracell that I've seen in ages. I haven't seen this much fucking hand sanitizer because hand sanitizer is sold out in most places. Yeah, it is. Like, they literally assigned us, like, labeled with our names on it, hand sanitizer. They're like... Like, 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 dude, like, dude, like, dude, New York State and New York City are producing their own hand sanitizer. No, 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 you got to get it correct. They're using prison labor to produce their own hand sanitizer. I feel you, but they're still producing it. <laughs> Listen, those motherfuckers have a debt to society that needs to be <laughs> oh paid, God. which includes making the hand sanitizer. So you motherfuckers, because here's the thing, you're saying that, but there's probably some rapist that deserves to be in there and he's getting it popping with the Purell. So am I upset at that? No, let him do what the fuck he's got to do. You'll be like, oh, that man deserves a check. Ah, fuck him. <laughs> and I'm dead ass. <laughs> like, that. that's the thing. I'm dead ass. Like, like motherfuckers thinking they deserve a check. Listen, you got a debt to society. I need you to get it popping with some aloe vera and some motherfucking rubbing alcohol. So this way I can get some New York produced fucking hand sanitizer. Plus, plus here's the thing. You got to know that something like that would be a collector's item like 10, 20 years from now. Like, like, like the fucking, like the Smithsonian would have that up here and be like, yep, New York produced hand sanitizer from the um, coronavirus outbreak in 2020. That's history. So I'm just saying. And plus not to mention, don't let the game, don't let the game get fucked up because if Supreme... I promise you right now, don't be surprised if Supreme doesn't produce hand sanitizer in like the next couple of weeks. Because Supreme hand sanitizer would fucking <laughs> fly. All you need is regular, all you need is regular hand sanitizer with the Supreme label on it. And it's going for $1,000. Yeah. I promise you because... In terms of getting money, with all the markets on the down, it's actually technically a good time to buy. Just pick it up real quick. And then the thing stabilized. Yeah, it's it's a it's a bear market. Everything is down. 
It's like it's like do it now. I mean, you know, you got this dickhead now talking about payroll tax. Like, oh, motherfuckers would have loved payroll tax some years ago, motherfucker. Now you want to do something to quote unquote boost the fucking economy? No, you're doing that because you're in an election year. So, oh yeah. By the way, do do you also believe that boy boy has um is possibly been infected? And if and if he was, do you think he would say anything? That Donald Trump has been infected. Um, I don't know because it was him. It was Mike Pence. We already know that Ted Cruz is still quarantining. But um, fucking Zodiac killer. I, 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 for some reason, I don't think he has. Just because I would assume the people around him would, be, would get, at least get him to use some hand sanitizer, like immediately after, you know, before. And after events. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to weigh all this shit out because the more and more time keeps rolling on, the more events keep canceling. Because now it's just been confirmed that E3 2020 has been canceled. Mm-hmm. So Coachella. Yeah, creating a lot of. Uh, it, it's 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 it's, it's fucking a lot of people's money up. But to be fair, yeah, uh, E3. Um, was already on a decline to begin with. Oh, oh, trust me. As soon as PlayStation said they weren't showing up, I wasn't interested, bitch. Because mm-hmm. PlayStation's the fucking future. I'm glad you understand. I'm glad you understand. <laughs> do you have a, Do you have a PlayStation over there in Korea? No, I don't. And that's just because the thing is, I've only got maybe I've got. I'm coming back to the states in September. But. But September to now, that that's mad time that could be on Apex. Plus, here's the thing, dude. I have I have a I have a I have an online clan that you know I've already told them that when my homies get online that they're the elders, so you know it's a whole thing. So, so that that that'd be dope. That'd be dope, especially especially consider especially considering one of the clan homies is a fucking random redneck kid from Missouri who tried to get into the fucking. Um, Try to get into the armed services with his cousin, but but he failed to fucking peak. Well, no, he he failed because he fucking twisted his ankle playing basketball for a fuck, and then he pretty much got rejected. So, you know, your 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 time in the services and your experience could definitely prove handy. Um, what did I say? So, if if anything, because I generally hate modern gaming because so I like just popping in. A uh, a game and being able to play it, not a download bullshit. However, with the new PlayStation, it's going to seem like it's going to be that way, like pop in and play, just due to the older games. Because, and correct me if I'm wrong here, you'll be able to play from PlayStation One to PlayStation Four games on this new Sony console that's coming out. Yeah, yeah, but that, that console's not dropping until, like, December of this year. And, I mean, for all we know, an asteroid might just hit the Earth, and we may not even be here for Christmas this year. So, you know, the thing. But uh, if I, if I were to buy a system, which um, I, I might, I would definitely um, purchase that, uh, this upcoming PlayStation, personally. That, that, that's what's up. That's what's up. Oh, trust me. I'm a, I'm a, oh, yeah. I'm I'm going I'm, I'm to definitely be in there. Well, perfect. I mean, you know, I'm so glad this went from, you know, the idea of, you know, charlatan to the black community to 
coronavirus awareness because you notice Umar ain't got shit for the coronavirus right now. He's quiet. So, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely curious. I'm just glad to know I'm not fucking crazy with all that I've been thinking about with this. Cause oh, another thing I've been doing, yeah, I've been avoiding the MTA like a motherfucker. You you couldn't pay me to ride the train right now. Like it just, mm -mm, it's just not happening. It, it's just. It may cost you more in the short term, but also I'd be like, well, if I were, if I had to take public transit every day, if I had no choice, then I'd be kind of a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, literally, that, that that's exactly what I've been trying to tell the lady to do, because all of this shit, I think, is because she will occasionally Uber and Lyft to work, but then, you know, on days where she wants to maybe save a couple of bucks, she'll go ahead and take the fucking, um, take the train or, or the bus to connect to the train. And I'm like, look, you can do that if you want to, but if it was up to me right now, I wouldn't be trying to be cheap. I would just be taking Uber and Lyfts. And then again, even when I take an Uber and Lyft, before I get home and get settled in, I pull out my kit, I'm at the door, I'm disinfecting, like, I'm, I'm disinfecting, I'm disinfecting the clothes I'm wearing, so, if I know I'm seated somewhere, my back's on something, I'm spraying my back, I'm spraying the seat, I'm doing all of that shit, I'm just spraying all of my person, including my bags, wiping all of that shit down, yeah. and then I go about my way. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just, I guess I'm, I'm saying this just because I need to know, because I haven't said this to another human being besides those in my household, that I'm not fucking crazy and, like, going overboard. Because I feel like these are all good measures for what we're dealing with. Yeah. Um, so it's more about keeping like where you are clean. You don't have to be like go super crazy, but you know, hey, you went and you know you mop. You usually mop the floor or clean the house uh, once every two weeks. Maybe do a little bit like turn into a once a week thing. It doesn't have to be all at once. You know, a little bit on Thursday, a little bit on Saturday. Yeah. 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 Now, for the most part, all I do is just clean the high traffic surfaces that get touched often. Because, like I said, I got a brother who works in a gym, my cousin who does Uber and Lyft and is picking people up from the airport and all this other shit and from God knows where. And then my Duke, she uh, works at some like Taiwanese like 
bank institution or something like that. So motherfuckers in, in in the city. So motherfuckers are coming from all different places and just touching light switches, doorknobs, all of that shit. So kind of the shit that you would do and should do anyway. I'm just even more steadfast on. So it's like light switches, wipe, spray, you know, doorknobs, like, you know, the sides of doors, all that shit, wipe, sprays, counter, wipe, spray, you know, bathrooms, all of that fly shit. So, you know, just keeping it funky. Yeah, see? So, that's what I'm saying. See? Yeah. I, I'm just glad no, I'm not fucking crazy. That's it. All right, so I think it's time for us to go. We're over two hours at this point. All right, so fuck, fuck Dr. Umar Johnson. Wash your hands. He inspires a lot of controversy. Yes, yes, he does. Fuck. I'd like to thank our late guest, Devin. Thank you for uh, coming. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. All right, we will talk to you soon, man. Of course, of course. Wash your hands, B. All right. All right, man. <laughs> Always be safe. All right, Love later. Y'all. Fuck Umar Johnson and the horse he rode in on. I'm David Strange. We are the nation. We oh, the God, nation. I hate you. We are the nation. This is like your fears. Wash your hands. Yeah, wash your hands. Wash your damn hands. It's good. It's, I'm telling you that that's that's gonna be the theme until this shit completely blows over. I need human beings to be cognizant of that shit. Yeah, wash your damn hands. My fucking yeah, my fucking brother and his friends. They were like doing something. They were like, "Whoa, we recording the video. You want to see something in the video?" I'm like, "I said to say the video. Wash your fucking nasty hands, you little bastards." I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck out of here." And good night.